Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I am Kyle Bossman, the Dark Prince of Nerd Media. Joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hi. Michael Huber. Hello. Brandon Jones. Hound Doom. And making this all happen, Ian Hink. Hound Doom, indeed. Mm. Uh, Brandon Jones, if you would, start Corrections Music, please. Shroud streams on Mixer now, so he's not going to be adding any views to Twitch viewership. Just so you know. The Easy Allies community has decreed that ducks are not cool. So what? that is the, that's the official stance. That's the Easy Allies stance. What's wrong with ducks, dude? Um, but they are mighty. They are sexually aggressive. Whoa. I had to read the phrase duck rape a few too many times in the comments. And I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it again. So we but just. What about DuckTales? What about Donald? They're all rapists, dude. No! Donald's not cool. Donald's great, but the, that's like the whole point of Donald Duck. He's not cool. Best. If He's Donald best. Duck was cool, is the Jones, he tries his hardest. All right? Daffy Duck. That's I want, not true. Right now, Goofy I want, tries his hardest. <laughs> I want to float home right now. I want to like You'll leave float my too. body and float home. <laughs> no, float you too, started Kyle. this. Kingdom Hearts games are not launching on Game Pass. Uh, Jones, you ready for a shocker, dude? Bring it. You actually use the word "good" three times in the Red Dead Redemption Two review. Yeah, but not in the uh, not in the the case of how it was used. Like not he number said, one. He said he disallowed. I found two. I found one actually. Whether you chat with every person or not, it feels good, feels good. to know the option is there. Yeah. Good and bad deeds. That's the one where you say it doesn't count. Few games look this good, play nice. this well, and have this much to offer. Nice. Yes, we knew about that. He said he did not include "good" as in virtuous. <laughs> Uh, that's three though, as opposed to one. It was two. No, so it was one last week. I distinctly recall them saying two. I distinctly recall something different. Must have been one and a half. No, really? Uh, I'll, I mean, I can bring up my old document from last this. week. Huh. I don't feel bad. I mean, the good and good and bad obviously is yeah. stricken from the record. But yeah. I, I, I don't feel bad about the feels good. I don't feel bad about the looks good. I feel bad they're both in there. I do. I do don't regret. Don't feel bad. That. No, hold on. End of corrections music, please. The whole point is don't feel bad. The whole point is it's okay to say good in a review. Yeah. Yes, but and fun. Every, I'm bringing fun back. Bring it every time. Every time you do a review, mm -hmm. when I reviewed Spider-Man, mm -hmm. uh, people said I didn't talk about combat enough, hmm. and I was like, you're right. I didn't. I kind of glossed over it. That's a big thing. I kind of just basically did one paragraph where I said, boy, oh boy, is this is combat fun, mm -hmm. and I didn't really. Specifically, get into details. I didn't want to get too spoilery, show too much footage. Sure. But I was like, that is something that I could have done. I, I don't really do heavy action games that much. Stuff with combos and crazy skill trees. Mm -hmm. Usually not the games I cover and stuff I review. Right. I just straight up snatched that. Spider-Man, I was like, nope, no one reviews this but me. Yeah. And of course, Spider-Man 2. Nobody's, nobody's touching that. Yeah, Jones, <laughs> I, but I don't know if like... <laughs> does... You, your perspective as a reviewer, you're not looking at Spider-Man in comparison to Devil May Cry 5. You're just not, you know? And so, like, the, the focus, the emphasis that you put on combat in your review, I don't know. I don't think it's, it wasn't enough. It wasn't sufficient. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm it's, not, like, getting 20 lashes over this, but okay, it's just, just making sure. know moving making forward. Sure. Okay. Uh, Red Dead, I, I kind of glossed over the fact that you had to, like, polish your weapons and everything. It really upset people, you know? And, and a lot of people were like, that sounds terrible. And I was like, okay, I didn't really explain why. I again, did it in a couple sentences and moved on. But you you, should you not just don't know what's going to have an impact on people until after the review comes out. You kind of review things in a bubble, so. Jones, what if I told you, no matter what you did, you're yep. not going to please anyone? 
this is true, but you can still right. There's that's the thing. There's a line between like effective yeah. feedback that you believe in. I'm not I get going that. through YouTube comments and literally ticking off absolutely every single thing people are saying. But yeah. every now and then, so one of those bubbles to the surface, mm. and you know, you uh, like, oh, okay. I, I would say though that anyone who spent more than one sentence talking about shining your weapons in Red Dead Redemption Two wrote a bad review. <laughs> Sure. It's a, like it's just a much a small part of such a big game. It's like don't, don't. Like, is it really that hard? I don't know. You can get two sentences out of that. Yeah, two, maybe that's two. two. Maybe that's you get two. two. Uh, Talk about it's there it. and what, what, yeah. what if it's, it's like. good or bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have an update. <laughs> Last week, I told Google that they should be ashamed of themselves, embarrassed. I said they should be embarrassed yeah. by the launch lineup for Stadia. Yeah. yeah. They felt embarrassed and they announced some more launch games. Oh, excellent. <laughs> they yes. Did. So we're going to go over the extra launch games and then decide if Google cool. Stadia should still be embarrassed or not. Okay. Okay. Attack on Titan Final Battle 2, Farming Simulator 2019, Final Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020, Grid from 2019, Metro Exodus, NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Knowing these games, in addition to all the Tomb Raider games that it also launched with, should Google still be embarrassed about yeah, the launch strictly lineup? Strictly speaking yeah. about yeah. the yeah. launch game lineup? Yeah. Str- just that. Mm-hmm. Not Just the fact that they added these weird games for no apparent reason, or no reason that they confessed... Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, more games. There you go. Like, I think it was implied huh? it was our Why? podcast. I think Why it was implied they felt embarrassed. Those games, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I'm somewhere in the middle because more games, cool. And like some of those games are relevant to this year, and which I think is important. Heck and yeah. Metro Exodus came out this year. And yeah. uh, Trials is a fun addition. Yeah. Like these are great, you know. Yeah. These are fun. It's not like this Tomb Raider game that came out years ago. You know, these are a couple games that came out this year that are good. So, yeah. Kyle, Still embarrassed, but a little less so. Okay. I'll say. <laughs> Because there's, to me, there's no reason for me to have to play this. There is no game that only I could play on this, this platform, or whatever it is. Yeah. There's nothing to give me a reason to play in Stadia. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah. So I just looked up how many launch games the PS4 had, and it had 24, but I assume most of those were like new. This is like one new game and 20 whatever two-year-old games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. Google Stadia should have like 160 launch titles. Yeah. It know? honestly should. It, like, yeah, it should it have should. so many well, games. It, well, yeah. the, the, to the first Tomb Raider, you made the, the joke about those Tomb Raider games. I feel bad for Lara, but like the first Tomb Raider game was from two gens ago. Mm-hmm. That should be free. One <laughs> gen ago. Like, don't one make gen. me yeah. buy. Yeah. Don't make me buy. Yeah. That game. And, well, I mean, I see you say one gen ago, but like Stadia is pushing that like this is better than any console you own. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, we, we're, we're, we are starting the next gen right now. Yeah. With oh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. There's, you know? This is the beginning mm. of next gen. Got this you, game yeah. you played in 2016. And or... the only reason I was ever in, interested in Stadia was to be able to run these games at like max settings and, and really push the power to the limits. Yeah. And Blood Earth was telling me that Red Dead 2 is locked at 1080 right now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. what the hell are you doing even releasing this thing for? We said up to 4K. Yeah. We said up to. Like, what, are, like, you, <laughs> what are you even doing releasing? It Just trying to yeah. go like the No Man's Sky Sea of Thieves route of like, let's just get it out and then we'll, you know, 
and wave the, the you know, manage the rocky waters and try to salvage it and mm-hmm. fix you know it as we you go. It's the Red Dead Killer. I'm gonna put a little time in a stadia this weekend. Actually, oh here I'm we go. Gonna, I'm gonna take that login from uh, from Blood and, nice. and check it out. Uh, he said uh, darkness and stadia do not go well together, <laughs> and darkness in Red Dead is like. You know, that's the big thing when you just yeah. go strolling into Valentine and it's just like it's dark, heavy, heavy, heavy darkness. Mm-hmm. And those, you know, all the lamps and the candles. And I, so. I mean, that's just streaming. As you know, you're streaming a movie or on Netflix or something. <laughs> crushed it just blacks. happens. Yeah. yeah. Bloodworth dude hates <laughs> yeah. the crushed blacks. Still, that still happens for the compression. I guess they have to compress it somehow, but I hadn't thought about that, that they would have to compress the footage they're sending you. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, man. Stadia, just Doomed. stop. Doomed. It's time to play Santa's Video Game Advisory Board. Oh. Jolly. Yep. Okay. So here's the deal. Huber, Brad. Yeah. Santa's trusting us mm-hmm. because he doesn't trust himself. Right. He's kind of bad when it comes to gifting video games. Of course. So he gets some requests. He's not sure if that's really a good thing or not. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's asking us, like, hey, should I go ahead? Should I make this thing for this child? Um, what's funny is, I mean, this segment's at a crossroads to me because I'm, I'm looking at some, like, these are interesting video game ideas. I want to share them with the panel. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Should this game be made? Dear Santa, I want a game where I am Santa. <laughs> I have to produce or get the gifts and have to deliver them on time, but... Oh, Santa Simulator. I yeah, want to explore and supply not only our planet, but a whole universe where each alien planet naturally has different wishes and social structures. The delivery gameplay should always be in slow motion, called Santa Bullet Time. I imagine the game could be based on the technology developed for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Thanks, Solid Snake. Um, with a Q, Solid Snake with a Q. That's a username. Okay. I love this idea. Yeah. I think they're thinking too big, baby. We're going to get corporate yeah. right here. Okay. We're going to shrink it down, baby. We're going to do Earth as game one. Strictly game one. This is somebody's Christmas wish, and you're going to say, sorry, but you get game one instead of your Christmas yes. wish? Business. Yeah. Business. <laughs> yeah. Santa well, needs so to think of says, long-term profits. Different, <laughs> different cultural norms. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's Earth. <laughs> you know, like, especially with the holidays. Like, it's fascinating to look at other cultures and, and, and what they celebrate at the end of the year. I think about this their, a lot. Their winter celebrations. Like, uh, I used to watch this cartoon where children from all over the world would visit the North Pole. And, you know, they'd be just, like, dancing around and, like, looking around his shop. And, like, the reality is, like, you're not celebrating Christmas. You're not getting presents from Santa. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, kids. Uh, he's not coming to your house. He, like, you have to, I'm sorry, you have to be a, a Christian or at least celebrate Christmas for Santa to come and give you anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I imagine there's that issue, Jones. You know, like, we, we there's only so many houses we Skip actually can heathens. go to on Look, you already, yeah. I can already see the, like, super intense emotional halfway point is when someone comes to Santa and is like, look, we don't celebrate Christmas yeah. but my child believes in you so there's like that moral we ask Santa to break yeah, his one rule exactly yes yeah getting heavy Santa only does it to the child though does not reward the parents You're right yeah. of course never yeah. Yeah, stern, thing. stern looks from Santa yes yeah. you should convert yeah. he says I got, a, yeah. I got a fresh take yeah I, no I'm not voting on this I don't trust Santa to make this game why? It's about himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need I need somebody else to do that. It's like a, nobody makes a documentary about themselves, <laughs> or a good one at least. Well, here's you know the I mean? thing. You need a third party to come in. You need an outside perspective. 
I think you know? there's more Santa perspective than that we realize with this old man. I just want the straight yeah. simulator. You know, I, I want the thing where it's like that you got that clock counting down to Christmas. Yeah. And you go through like a hundred years of Santa Claus. Every time Christmas comes up, you think, okay, I did okay that Christmas, but I want to do better next time. And you got to deal. It's like civilization. You got to deal with uh, the technology getting better. And, you know, now now there's like radar towers and like 747s flying. Whoa. You know, like you got to, you know, the actual piloting Santa and moving him around it, doesn't interest me that much is the, the sim part you know sim santa i think sounds dope i think santa can bring a real a dark side that we don't know about him to this game that only he would know and now santa, what are you hinting at because well, i'm very santa, intrigued this is a biography well santa yeah. like, I want, so I want santa to tell his life story there's a long time <sighs> need to be a video game christmas is only once a year santa's yeah. got to do something else yeah and think of the holiday stress like you think people get holiday stress now mm-hmm. think of santa when he has so much weight on his shoulders yeah Guys drinking every day. Oh no! Twenty four seven. I don't. Every year. Yeah. Every <laughs> year. Thermos. His uh-huh. elves get a little more responsibility because Santa can't handle it anymore. They're protecting his. Mrs. Image. Claus is gone. Oh. <laughs> She's the gone, Lord. dude. <laughs> like, this is a story that's worth telling. <coughs> yeah. A man who is so beloved by the world somehow downward spiral into a depression of. Booze and eggnog and cookies. Here's the thing, Brad. I love this game. This person wrote to Santa, here's my dream game. Here's what I want. Yeah. And then you're handing that child this yes. game instead. Santa, Santa, <laughs> Santa set out with that intention. He set out that intention. But things change in development. <laughs> Does the Santa Claus... Will, the question is, will yes. Tim Allen make a cameo appearance in this game? No. I mean... Santa can presumably make any game he wants. I would, I, if I'm Santa, I'm having Tim Allen be the character model. Because oh, I okay, gotta I have some, uh, some mystery behind my identity. Yeah. Why? Why just start with the character model, dude? Have him do the mocap. Have Mo- him play everything. it out. Tim Allen yeah. is heavily involved. Yeah. Why are you so opposed to this, Jones? Opposed to, but for so many reasons. Tim Allen's a great to Santa. Tim Allen, or am I opposed to Tim Allen's a great Santa? <laughs> Tim Allen's a good Santa. Okay. <laughs> Who's the best Santa? Richard Attenborough, man. Miller Girl on Thirty Fourth Street, dude. Nice. There could be some sick like Home Alone yeah, Easter eggs yeah. in or something, okay. dude. Yeah, like he could have a neighbor that she <laughs> never <laughs> see <laughs> below his nose or something like that. And one time he drops. That's a, so wait, hold on. That's a Home Improvement reference. Yeah, yeah. Oh my good. Yeah. No. Moving on. Okay, you know what, Santa? <laughs> Ian hasn't even waited on. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, Santa, I don't think it's coming together, it's man. Santa. I don't. Santa, don't make the no. game. Santa, Clearly you can a hot do it. Issue. You can do it, Santa. You gotta get out of that darkward spiral, man. <laughs> you know the the last five minutes have have made me realize why we don't have a Santa Claus video game. That's too much. Because there's too many directions to take it. Oh, oh yeah, we way box. too many. No, yeah. we played one on what was that show where we just played a bunch of dumb games yeah. for like a certain amount of time. Uh, fancy first, fancy fifteen. Fancy fifteen. We did yes. the Santa yep. game. Yep. Yeah, it was yep. bad. It was insufficient. It was insufficient. But my yeah. Santa game would be good. I believe in Santa. <laughs> Hmm. Is that the title? I believe in Santa. Believe yeah, in yes, that's a good dude. title, dude. Yeah, it's, I believe in Santa. It's the prequel to Reindeer Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's its own game. That's a whole other thing. That's an RPG. Do you remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Game, game announcement. Yes. <laughs> so we have the biggest game announcement of the last decade. Okay. <laughs> Everyone is screaming about this on Twitter. It's the biggest thing. Everyone has been waiting for this announcement to happen, and it's finally happened. A Half-Life sequel. In a way, yeah. Are we all so happy? Prequel. Wait, prequel? 
Yeah, isn't it a prequel? I wanted uh, Half-Life 3. What, it, what was announced? Oh, it's then? a pre-sequel? It's in between 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'm still very excited. A Half-Life prequel. I'm just going to download it on Steam. It's going to be Source 2, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to like check that. I'm going to download that. I'm going to play that on my mouse and mm -hmm. keyboard. I'll I can't wait to... and clicking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah. And then, what, what's the but? You're going to tell us. Yeah, there's no but. Uh, Gabe Newell's behind it. But it plays better team. with controller. Okay, but it, okay, I yeah. can deal with a controller. I can play with a controller. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I've been I've been waiting. I've been waiting years and years. Two controllers. You play with two controllers. Oh, even better. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. Because I've been I've been missing Half Life. I've right. been there's so many unanswered questions. Even right. a prequel's got to answer some of my questions right. that I have. Right. Right. And you know how Gordon wears like a suit? Well, yeah. you're, you're Alex in this. Like oh, she, I'm Alex? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Right. That's okay. I love Gordon. He's one right, of his, right. To me, he's one of my favorite video game characters <laughs> right, of all right. time. He's yeah. quintessential video game character. Right. Icon. Yeah. Yeah. But Alex is cool too. Okay, I'll play as Alex. That's fine. That's right. fine. You get to you get to be Alex. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I no, like I mean, her. She's like, got... You're in the world, bro. You're jacked into the matrix. Oh, cool! So it's yeah. just immersive. That's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm it's cool with being immersed. It's I love be a very being immersive. Immersive game. I always thought, I always thought the Half Life franchise is probably one of the more immersive franchises in oh, PC yeah, gaming. Sure. So yeah, that's cool. Half Life Two was, in a lot of ways, yeah. represented how shooters were evolving. Yeah. And a lot of shooters have evolved into virtual reality, and so now where are you going with this? Half Life stepping back in to show the kiddies how it's done. Where, where's this and, going? Uh, where are you going with this? Uh, it's, it's VR, baby. You gonna put that headset on? You know, put, but the cr the crazy thing is it's on Quest. I was not expecting that. Uh, because on the Quest, you're going to sacrifice the, the visual fidelity Quality of the game. But, for no oh boy, you know, you uh, you play that in a big room and you're just... I've been waiting 12 years for a Half-Life sequel. I know for a fact you've never waited for Half-Life a moment I've in your life. I was, I was with, that's cliffhanger. I've been waiting for episode three for 12 years and you're going to tell me I got to buy a, a VR headset? I'm going to tell you when I brought Half-Life 2 to Hall of Greats, I'm positive <laughs> you didn't vote on it. Positive. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I don't think anybody in this room voted. Like on that. I voted. The on character oh, you're playing as is yeah. just Huber. You, wait, are you actually upset? Are you bummed about this I'm not being upset a VR at all. game? What are you no, oh, okay. waiting for Half Life Episode Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah, felt yeah. betrayed. I've watched it over years. Yeah, but like the last. You just let it go. You yeah, let go of your anger. I've let it go the last five or six years because there's been an embarrassment of riches because we just have way too many good Should things. Three. To How get, can you be bad? Yeah, we have yeah. too many good things to get mm -hmm. hung up sure. on yes. one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Game. Uh, this is awesome. This is a new full length Half Life game. Yep. So it's called Half Life Alex. It's called Half Life Alex. It is a full length game. They said full price as well. Uh, full price. Full length, full game. Uh, March 2020. Uh, it's it's the remaster situation for me, where this leads me to believe that Half Life Three is coming, which is all. It's obviously coming one day. Yeah. No, no. I've said no. it a million times. Check Whoa. the tape, dude. It's coming. Are you kidding me? Oh, we're just gonna make a random Half Life spinoff and then just never make Half Life Three ever. But we're just gonna make this one. And then just stop again. I mean, what are wait, you talking? Did about? you watch? The, did you watch the interview that was also? Uh, <laughs> and came they probably out today? were like, "Oh, we're not going to do Half Life 3. They were, they but... talked about they talked openly about how scared they are to make Half Life Three. Like this is yeah. good for them. They're like, "Oh, yeah. good thing we don't have to make Half Life Three. We one day here. it will come. Yeah, no don't matter what. Don't yeah. and this is that step. This is opening the door more to future Half Life installments. Okay. So this is very exciting to me, and I think it's a really cool. It is like I, I as a as a player of Half Life, feel the same as the developers in the sense of like nice, no pressure. This isn't Half Life Three. This yeah. isn't continuing the story. I get to play a new Half Life game without 
all the stakes and the baggage and the the expectations. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just gonna play this. It is technically a spinoff, but it is canon, and it is it is telling probably a meaningful part. You know, probably the origin of Alex and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it still feels like way less high stakes. So this is this is cool. But it. Yeah, I kind of need those stakes, though, you know, just for a story. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be way into uh, going back to this world. I'm going to be way into experiencing this in VR uh, uh, for lots of reasons in the gameplay that they showed. This looks incredibly cutting edge in terms of item interaction and, you know, the way enemies move, the way you move in VR. A lot of it looks like way too good to be true, but just like... You know, I'm not going to be nervous about her. I'm not going to be nervous about 90% of the characters in this game. You know, like, you know, the teaser at the end, you know, the G-Man shows up and it's like, all right. The but, worst. Actually, that, that was... A- but he's got so much more to say after this that has so much more relevance on the world. Yeah. You know, the decisions to, that he makes and, but and stuff. And, like, who's to say, Jones, that knowing them, like, the end of this game won't have... Mm. Af- won't take place after... Half-Life 2, Episode 2. She'll like, get some visions of something. Yeah, or like 80% yeah. of the game is a prequel, yeah. and then like all of a sudden, mm. whoa, what? What? We're, we're, we're like moving the story forward, actually? Whoa. I'm, I'm dog I, now? I yeah. worried that you're making oh. our viewers dangerously hopeful, Huber. That's what he does. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like, <laughs> maybe... I don't want to be overly optimistic about it, obviously, but yeah. I see no reason to be overly pessimistic or sure. skeptical about mm-hmm. this. I think this is nothing but good. Yeah, it's not Half-Life 3, but it is super encouraging for the future of this franchise and makes the possibility of Half-Life 3 that much more possible. So this game would not exist without VR. Right. Because uh, they're experimenting. I really yes. want to talk about that, too. Okay. Because VR, I thought VR would be so much bigger now. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7 and all that, I thought PSVR was going to take it to the next level. You know, I thought VR would be huge right now, and it's not. Yeah. And if anyone, because I thought Half-Life 3, when it did come out, I thought Half-Life 3 was going to be fully VR. Right. I was like, Half-Life 3 will come out, it'll be a VR game, it'll push the genre forward. Now I'm putting my hopes on Half-Life Alex to push VR to the next level, mm-hmm. to the next step. If anyone can do it, it's Valve. Brandon so. Jones is shaking his head. I don't think, yeah. He doesn't I, believe it's going to happen. I Why don't not? Think but they have the, it, there's just, a chance. There's a chance. It's just super expensive. And this is coming out in the, the you know, at the Scarlet year, the PS5 year. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, so you don't think it'll. I don't, it'll move the needle for sure. Okay. It'll, that's, it'll, that's all I'm saying. That's it'll all I'm make saying. progress that's for all I'm sure. Saying, Jones. Just like our Resident Evil 7 yeah. did. But I, yes. it's, it's, we're still baby steps. We're still, you know, it's still going to be a, a premium you know, entertainment yeah. experience. Yeah. Well, the, um, the but there thing... will be, all it takes is just like one huge streamer or one other person that has not adopted it, you know, big YouTuber or something that's like, holy cow. And I think, I think my, I'm sorry, Ian, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say that to me, the thing that makes me hopeful that this game is actually good and that they care about it is that they did put it out on everything. Yeah. That it's not locked to, to Vive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause like the cynic wants to say, you know, Oh, it's just to push units, but it's like, oh no, you can play this on their competitors' hardware. Mm-hmm. That means they believe in this game, right? Like, great theoretically. Taking, I like that. Yeah, because all you know, the the rising tides raise all boats. You know, it's like that. Right. I, it's 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 exciting and smart for them to be like, hey, let's not let's just try to push you in one direction. Let's you know try to just encourage you know 
talk about the medium. And I, I, I think one of the things that's so exciting to me, and I officially want to retract something that I said in the presence of you, Kyle, in Frame Trap yesterday, where I sure. called this game a slap. You called it a, <laughs> straight up called it a slap. Whoa. Because it's a prequel. And again, it's just what you were talking about with stakes, where it was just like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to wait this long. And it kind of reminds me of that Diablo mobile game where it's like the product itself is not bad. It's just kind of the way you're presenting it is is bizarre. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's tough for me to know, as much as I love Alex, it's it's tough to know. It's kind of like when another Aliens movie comes out, it's like, here comes Ripley. It's like, can we please introduce someone else or do something? You know, like I wonder if, you know, this is a even you're just saying playing as dog, it's like, ooh, you know, like there there's other things that you could do in this world that I think would be really interesting. And it, it's gonna be weird playing Alex, but it's a different voice actor. It's gonna be strange her talking to Eli and it, it's a different voice actor and mm. and um, making this graphical leap in a game that takes place before Half-Life 2. Um, but at the same time, it's so cool seeing a trailer for a VR game and she moves a bucket to the side on a, on a shelf in some like ratty looking closet. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at that. You know? And then like grabs a little tiny bullet and clicks it and shoots a guy Mm. through a wall. And I'm like, that is cool. Oh my goodness. Like grabbing an object off a shelf and loading it into a weapon and shooting an enemy in a first person game is not, you know, that sentence by itself is not fantastic, but you just see how it's done and how hard, I mean, this still could be faked. Like there's still ways you could do it in a gameplay trailer, but it's so much harder in VR. There's so many moving pieces compared to you know, that Killzone 2 trailer, compared to other mm. shooter stuff I've seen that I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, the first Metro Exodus trailer where you're like, I don't know, this seems a little weird, mm-hmm. um, that, that someone had to perform that. Someone had to like, they were recording that and just like, okay, we got it. Like, let me try it one more time. <laughs> you know, bring those enemies in. I think I can do that a little cleaner just to actually demonstrate like this is a game you're going to want to get good at. And uh, we were talking about that with where we took, yeah, uh, recently where I was like, you know, I got in, you know, there's some shooters like Goldeneye where I've played and I really get in the mindset of Bond or I really get in the mindset of of characters in in, in Far Cry, you know, where I really think like, yeah, I'm on my own and I'm stuck here and I really got to, you know, um, actively as I take every step actually think that, yes, I am in this person's head and just how will I react when characters are talking to me? That's how I felt when I played Half-Life. Like I remember one of the most poignant moments in Half-Life 2 uh, I was l- listening to one character talk and I just happened to look over another character and that character turned and looked at me and made a look like this person going on and on. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Now I'm actually feeling immersed and characters are interacting with each other. Like, cool. Uh, one of the coolest things they talk about in the interview that uh, Keely hosted uh, about like the development of this game is when they're talking about creaking open a door, peeking through it, tossing a grenade in there, slamming the door shut. Mm-hmm. Uh that in sensation. a way, that that to me is like an exciting idea. And like, hey, we, you actually can't do this with a mouse and keyboard. You would have to, you would need too many buttons to have this kind of like these options. And it, it reminds me of Metal Gear Solid Two. It reminds me of, oh, I can do these things. You know what I mean? I can stick a guy up. I can go first person. I can aim at sure, his head. Yeah. He'll shake. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's almost like that. Those it's, innovations. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's like that kind of particular kind of excitement. Uh, Brad, did you see any moment in this trailer where you said, I can't wait to play that? Uh, I'm just confused. Is there like a different peripheral you use to play this with, or is it just normal? So the Valve Index, I think, has controllers that are, you know, more advanced. That, you know, we're getting to the point where Jones has kind of suggested uh, it's more like this. Yeah, so like, I feel like you need to play with that. Like, I feel like it won't be the same without that. You won't get that, f- it won't fully sell you. Like, because the, the controller is so much more advanced, I feel like that's part of like the hook of it. Sure. And it's designed specifically for that. Right. I feel like it'd be way better with that. Yeah, I mean, it's like a gameplay mechanic as you're wearing these yeah. two gloves. Yeah, it's And awesome. it's kind of suggested, like, it's going to be like a one-to-one with you holding yeah. these mm-hmm. controller, glove-like controllers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks fun to me. I'm going to try it out. 
You like, gonna try I this out? I like Half Life. I'm not a, like a huge Half Life fan, but I like uh-huh. Half Life. Sure. But yeah, I mean, it's more curiosity to me because it's just been like gone. Yeah. Just gone. Period. Gone forever. And it's like, oh, here's something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Now it's back. It's weird to me as someone who just frankly doesn't care about Half Life. Uh, watching that trailer, I don't see a moment where like, wow, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. see a single wow, well, cool because moment. it's VR and you're not watching it in VR. That's Beware the discourse of this game right now, dude. Beware all the noise. No, 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 because Beware all the noise. Okay. It's VR. You have to be in the VR. You have to be in the game. Have you ever shot a gun to in VR? To fully know. <laughs> have you ever aimed at a dude in VR and sh- shot a gun? Yeah. Yeah? It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a different thing. It's a different it's feel. A like, different all thing. the noise like, about I actually, this. I actually aimed. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I actually, like, had to. Like, you loved v- PlayStation <laughs> VR a couple years ago. You are just like, dude, you can't even, like, you got to do it to realize. Yeah. It's like Astrobot. You can't really tell anyone how good it is. They have to put it on. Mm-hmm. I feel like the same with this. I hear you. Astrobot with... doesn't show well in trailers. Exactly. Yeah, I, agree. I agree, yeah. But so those, gloves know make me, those gloves do make me nervous, though, because it's like doing just that. Literally, physically, there's nothing in my hand. I feel nothing, and I'm just kind of like moving my finger. I'm the trigger. It's like, sort of like I kind of want something in, it, I, I, I in my hand. Like a yeah. prop. Give me some props. I don't know if we need props. This is going to get lost. Like a rubber ball or something? I don't know. <laughs> so if you hold a rubber like, ball in like real life? Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. I've said no, this before. Like... It's why they didn't like Doom in VR, because the guns are so huge, and it's just they weigh nothing. And so it's like, here's this massive gun True. that I'm like, eh, you know. Oh, so that's what happens little, in VR, though. Um yeah, so you just have to. I just think you have to account for that. Sure. There's, it's, um, and it's it's something where, yeah, I I think I think they sold this well to VR fans. I think if people weren't interested in VR, aren't interested in Half Life, I don't think Valve was like, let's try to get them. You know, they're like, they're we're gonna get them with word of mouth. We're gonna get them because in 2020, 2021, you're still gonna look at the VR landscape, and it's like you should probably go back still and play Half Life, Alex, yeah. mm-hmm. because boy oh boy did they they put their heart and soul into that. So I think this announcement was the right size. I kind of facetiously opened up with, hey, everybody's screaming about this, but everybody's not, but it isn't Half-Life 3. Right. And so I'm glad they didn't treat it that way. I'm glad there wasn't months leading up to this announcement. Mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah. that you, you know, they didn't tease it, just like, wait till you see when Santa, you know yeah. what I mean? Will the G-Man even be well, there? You know what I mean? They didn't, like, they weren't nasty about it. They're yeah. just... They were really like upfront about what this game like is. Like Ian saying, the confidence, like announcing this now four months before it's out mm-hmm. and releasing in the war zone that is March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they believe in it. Sure. Holy moly. They believe in an artifact. Oh, no. Oh, Brad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, Val. Hot takes. Sorry, Val. Shots. It's dead, dude. It's dead. Why do that? On a positive note, uh, they're doing games that interest me more again, though. Yes. Because not not like an offense to the quality of these games, but Dota 2 does not interest me at all. Sure. Or neither did Artifact. Right. But now they're doing like a single player game. Yeah. It sucks that it takes VR for them to do a single player game, for them to find the initiative to do it, but I think that's what it took. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, headcrabs in VR. You rip them off your face. Uh, Don't worry about it. No, dude. You can dodge them. No. If you get hit, it's your fault. I'm as scared as I have been for stuff jumping at my face. As Mm -hmm. many times as I've seen aliens, like, oh my god. But before you couldn't move. Some people on Twitter were like, for that reason, hell no, I'm not playing this game. I can't do that. I can't. Cannot do that. A lot of people brought up Farpoint, which is not a fantastic game, the PSVR exclusive. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's spiders that jump at your face, and that's that's not good for anybody. No thanks. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Um, Yo, when's Counter Strike coming to VR? I don't know. 
They said you can mod levels. They're they're adding mod tools. Ooh. Yeah. It's crazy. Neat. Yeah. VR. And I mean live. that's how Counter Strike started, right? So it's, uh, we have a date. Yeah. Did they just say March? March. March, March 2020. Kyle, they were talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, Portal. Mm-hmm. Like how they didn't want to do Portal with it. Yeah. But like I want that, dude. Yeah. They were talking about like people like throwing up. Yeah. Or just something going, like that. Yeah. Like, dude, I want that in here. Yeah. That'd be so oh, sick. <laughs> It was Brad. It was kind of oh, funny to me. They're like, "Well, we have these VR tools, and we try our different franchises." Yeah. It's like you have two franchises. <laughs> <laughs> they got Dota. Dota's a franchise. True. You'll do it. With you know Source. what? And Somebody Dota's a it. huge franchise. Dota's huge. You got three franchises. They got Counter Strike. You think you're Nintendo? They got Counter Strike. Dota'd be fun in VR. Counts to me. Left 4 Dead counts. Left 4 Dead, Dead counts. And you know what? I I think right. Counter Strike is Half Life, but no, that's a different brand. I mean, it started with Half Life. I would count it though. I would, I would count it as five different franchises. Mm. Team Fortress, baby! Whoa, that's a big one too. So yeah, you, got, you have six franchises. This <laughs> has been a while. What do you think you are HBO? <laughs> um, heck yeah, you're right. It, they perhaps do have more franchises than I give them credit for. Um, so Half Life Three before or after 2024? I don't think so. Like so, Hubert. Like to me. This is, they had to make a VR game. Mm-hmm. Valve Index is coming. We have to make a VR game. To me, this was the most obvious choice. It was this or Portal. They could do a Dota VR game. They could do a Team Fortress VR game, but they're not going yeah. to. It was going to be one of those two. I feel like we'll get Portal 3 before Half-Life 3. Yeah. We're going to get Portal VR before... That's the vibe I get. I, I, the reason this game exists, the reason Half-Life is back is VR. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so I don't see them making a huge single-player Half-Life game right now. Like They're mm-hmm. going to keep going with this initiative. Yeah. Yeah. I just always thought Half-Life 3 would be VR. I always thought it. Well, you were close. Yeah. Half-Life Alex is. And then like Half-Life mm-hmm. Alex 2 like, what will if it's be amazing? VR. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Could be do you think do you think if it's amazing and it sells well and does well that half they would move forward with Half-Life 3? No. No. I think Half-Life <laughs> Alex 2. I really I think do. if they did do it, it would be v- both VR and not VR. Like, you'd have a choice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like Resident like Evil. Because I wouldn't nice. want to alienate that core True. that made it yeah. big, I guess. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they sound genuinely excited about this. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if this, if they make a version of this later that's just that's not VR. I would be. You'd be surprised? I would be I would be surprised, surprised, too. It seems so dependent on VR. Yeah. Jones, so it's just like super idea. hot. Like, I mean, you, you play uh, super hot, and you feel how awesome that is. And yeah. it's just like, how could you not play this in VR? But there it is, you know. Invisible Hours, one of my probably, you know, top five favorite VR games of all time. You can play without it, if you, you know, if okay. you don't want. You can find a way, is what you're saying. Yeah. You, it'll take some work, but you can mm-hmm. find some way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the dev team seems uninterested, I would say, in making sure. this non-VR. And I think in the position that they're in, I don't know if they would have to do that. Right. Yeah. Do we um, know, sorry, last question. Do yeah. we know how many people are working on it? Is that like the entire studio? It is no, not the entire no. studio. A- the entire studio is working on Dota 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the extras. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. Uh, <coughs> we have another game announcement this week. Okay. Yeah. Path of Exile 2, oh, Jones. Right. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Big deal. Mm-hmm. Apparently. So yeah. I have to be honest, uh, when I'm, I, I got to do research for this kind of thing. You, you make, like, a game announcement, and it's like, Smash Bros., I, like, it walks, walks into the studio, I'm ready to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. Path of Exile 2, I gotta learn what Path of Exile is. Yeah, it's uh, like when there's a League of Legends thing. Yes. You're like, what? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> Grinding Gear Games is the studio. Um, their icon is grinding gears, like, motor gears. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, grinding, you're grinding for gear, right? Like, it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. play on words Boot there. Drops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, Path of Exile is a Diablo-like uh, free to play, but apparently not bad. Yes. So I have to be honest. When I see free to play Diablo like up to this point, I'm checked out. Mm. Really good game. Yep. 
And this is a really good game, Huber. Really good game. And so what's interesting about Path of Exile 2, it's it's kind of the Overwatch 2 route. It is what I would call a supportive sequel, a nice sequel, mm -hmm. in that everybody who's playing Path of Exile 1 can continue as they are, and they're going to get to the same end game as people who play the yeah, Path of Exile 2 stuff. Because I never hit the end game of Path of Exile 1, yeah. so I don't really know. But so is it going to be free to play also then? Yeah. So then why would you still play the first game then? Just because you're they want to give you options. Isn't that wild? Okay. Yeah. Can you not carry carry characters over or something? And you can carry your loot over. Hmm. So every all the stuff that you've unlocked in Path of Exile 1 will carry over into Path of Exile 2. Did I'm you see the character select thing? No. There's like all the classes there on the gallows and the one you pick, everyone else gets hanged right there. Oh, because that's the beginning of the game. Yeah. The oh, beginning man. of the game is your yeah. character runs away from the gallows. That's yeah. so funny. You watch the characters you didn't pick have to just get strangled so to death. That's wow, that's, that is funny. Um, it, it looks visually good. Yeah, it looks really good. To really me, this solid. game looks better than what was shown for, of Diablo 4. Maybe e I'm crazy. It's hard to be side by side. It looks like there was more of it. It seemed sure. like with Path of Exile, it might be further along. Diablo, yes. it feels like two years away to me. We still. at least have a time frame, and it is beta is end of 2020 is what they're doing. Oh, okay. For Path of Exile 2. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've been talking to Ben lately, but he just got into, got into Path of Exile 1 like a yeah. month ago and yeah. is playing, He's been obsessed, playing nothing yeah. but Path of Exile 1. So this is pretty. Mm -hmm. Pretty funny timing mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, it's funny to talk uh, to hear him talk so highly about a free to play game. So I like free to play games. Yeah, there are many, <laughs> many worse ones. Yeah, the vast majority yeah. of free to play games are just filthy, nasty trash. Sure, yeah. Uh, so, a lot of good ones, so these are it's one of the rare ones, right? Yeah. Uh, like Warframe. It's just one of those ones that like, oh, th this is. There's nothing dishonest about this one. The game design does come first with this one. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I pick up from Path of Exile. Like, obviously, I can't vouch for it. But everything they've talked about with this sequel and the improvements they're making while supporting the old game uh, seems really nice. Yeah. Just, uh, I love the idea of options. I love the idea of customization. Like, you can really go any way you want with Huber. this. There's so many options. So I looked at the PC Gamer write-up. I got to share a quote from it's them. It's like billions of character builds, dude. Like billions. Uh, if anything, Path of Exile 2 is going to become even more of a theory crafter's yeah. dream come true. <laughs> Min-max. And I've never, what is, a, what is a theory crafter? Theory craft, like optimizing your builds yes. in the most wild ways. In my like move sets and <laughs> yeah. everything, I'm a theory crafter. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, this is just a completely different kind of game for like a very mm. specific type of person, but it yeah. succeeds in that way. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I, oh, I love that. I Like my brain never works like that. Anytime people are building decks and stuff and hearthstone sure, sure. i'm like we're like magic the gathering like mm -hmm. i would always have to have my friend help me out like mm -hmm. hodgepodge something together and it's like how do these people make these like beautifully balanced builds and decks it's just yeah. such a cool unique skill experimentation yeah and time yeah and what's funny is it sounds like the Path of Exile appeal is beautiful unbalanced. You want to just, cr you want to wreck it. everything. Yes. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And the game's like, go nuts. Do what <laughs> yeah, you want. Like, We're going to let you. you. <laughs> Slot those gems wherever you want, buddy. Let's see what you got. Yeah, it's fun. That's yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. Really good timing for it, though, um, because I feel like Diablo 4 and that existing at nearly the same time will make them better for each other. 
sure, yeah. a lot of competition. Absolutely with agree with that. And it's like a way off, which is usually dangerous. Like, oh no, people are gonna forget about this, man. People are gonna keep asking, like, yeah, wait, wait, by the way, didn't that happen? Didn't I like launch Q1? And like, mm-hmm. no, nah, it hasn't happened yet. You can play Path of Exile One, and yeah. like you were saying, if it carries over, it's yeah. like and they're kinda, like we're gonna keep supporting. Kind of smart it, yeah. for them to like have more updates and announce things that they're doing, so you're getting excited about it. But if anytime you get that itch, and you're just like, oh, that's right, that's not happening until later. Yeah, nothing's Probably, stopping uh, you. Jump that, in, do that breakpoint thing. Maybe add some like prologue quests before the release. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, leading uh, into two. Two takes place twenty years later, cool. and like a bunch of the the areas from the the first game are going to be repeated in the cool. second one in different ways and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, they got Very plans. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds cool. Oh, it sounds like it's podcast half time. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. El Fanis, Shadow Soul, an action adventure webcomic inspired by Naruto, Dragon Ball, One Piece, and Avatar The Last Airbender. It follows three childhood friends who are trying to fight a world-dominating empire, the Light's Order. Shadow Soul not only explores classic anime themes of friendship, bonds, and getting stronger, it tackles more controversial topics like religion, sexuality, oppression, and freedom. There are 52 chapters to read currently with updates happening regularly. You can read by searching Shadow Soul on webtoons.com or the app. If you like anime books as much as Jones does, then this is the comic for you. Ground Awesome. Do you enjoy high quality sound and video production? Well, they don't have that. Come check out Mediocre Gameplay at twitch.tv slash ground awesome. That is twitch.tv slash ground awesome. Check out their playthrough of Pokemon Shield and join in the chat. Our gifted sponsor is SOS Children's Villages. Children are at the heart of everything SOS Children's Villages does, regardless of where they are in the world. SOS Children's Villages is the largest non-governmental organization dedicated to the long-term care of orphaned and abandoned children across the globe. For more information and to donate, the link is in the description. Car Keys Express. If you need a replacement car key or a remote, check out carkeysexpress.com store. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. They are proud sponsors of Easy Allies. And our mega sponsor, ViewSonic. Ever wonder what a gaming monitor from Tron might look like? How about the most Star Trek monitor ever? The new XG27 series from ViewSonic Elite has finally dropped and looks fantastic. Featuring innovative nano IPS technology, a one millisecond response time, and 165 hertz refresh rate, your monitor of the future has finally arrived. Visit ViewSonic.com Elite to learn more. And for giveaways and updates, follow at ViewSonicGaming on Instagram and Twitter. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. This one, uh, this is kind of a this just in. Oh. This is you know, a message Brad sent me shortly before recording oh, the podcast. Yeah. Saying, like, hey, we should, we should cover this on the podcast. Obviously, there's not much to go off, but we're going to do it. Resident Evil 3 Remake. Rumored. Uh, Spawnwave is the oh, YouTube channel you'd want to check out to get the, the scoop on this. But generally, it's one of those things where one person on YouTube, one reputable person on YouTube says this is coming uh, 2020. It's going to happen in 2020. Yeah, Red Dead 2 doesn't run well on Stadia, and you're yeah. playing Shenmue 3, and you get RE3 yeah. next year. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's great. Year after year. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I would say the, the year after makes it the unbelievable part, but yeah. then a bunch of websites also say, yeah, we heard the same thing. This is happening. RE2 like is unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't know what to think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? You got to figure... 
reusing the assets may have yes. helped I this mean, along because oh, so yes. many can be reused. Yes. Yeah. Like, so much of the groundwork is already in place. If you're not familiar with RE3, it takes place in the same city at basically the same time as RE2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah. also, um, it, uh, if you know, if they knew they were going to be doing this, it's like, okay, let's... Plan ahead, yeah. Let's, you know, start that. You know, if you're literally going to build the whole street and then there's that extra building, like, you know, let's let's start on that building before mm -hmm. this game comes out, you know? So if it's a year later, they had to have done known. it in tandem. Yeah. Yeah. A year later? Back to the that... future style. It'll probably be the end of the year, though, right? You think, or mid-year? I would think so. October this time, October, dude. Instead of January, was January, yeah, yeah. And that release date was like the one of the biggest shockers from that announcement was that it was yeah. so so soon. Yeah, they might do that again. It's Capcom, Capcom, right? so now. yeah, so they do. Uh, and what oh. I, what I love about the concept <laughs> announced <laughs> announced in 2020 launches in 2021. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take it right might now, Jonathan. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now. But Jones, here's what I think, though, is like it buys you time for RE8, and it buys you anticipation for RE8. I had assumed going yeah. forward that RE3 would take a long time to make, mm -hmm. they were, that they would do it, but it would take another two or three years, and that RE8 would come in between. I thought Revelations 3 would squeak in there. Mm -hmm. in yeah, something like weird like just that, right? RE2 is too huge, mm -hmm. and they're like, just go with Three. I'm yeah. not just thinking of RE8, man. I know. That's what's fun. I actually, I think it's best for this to come first. Probably, I, well, also too because I think this could be cross-gen and just wonderfully so. Yeah. Whereas probably is probably uh, all next you know gen. bring RE2 to Switch, but uh -huh. like um uh but RE8, like please, please. Yeah, that's gotta PS5, be next. Scarlet, yeah. please, 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 please. Move you know the what? needle. I agree <laughs> you know, move yeah. the needle. Move yeah. the needle. <laughs> so yeah, this is a little. We got a little stopgap. Hopefully, uh, yeah. So excited. I'm so excited. Already sweating thinking about Nemesis chasing me, dude. It's just so perfect because like Leon is a rookie and Jill is a freaking professional. Mr. X is not as advanced as Nemesis, so by Nemesis getting stronger, Jill is stronger than Leon. So just the stakes are higher right there. So pumped, dude. Yeah. Also, I mean, and no... they, they proved it could work with Mr. Yeah. X. Mr. X is Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. Proto Nemesis. Just, yeah. There's no double okay. narrative, too. So there's no, like, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. just stories yeah. to deal with. And yeah. Not like a ton of characters, you know? And, and uh, Umbrella. Yeah. Ricard. A lot of Umbrella. Carlos. Carlos. Mikhail. Carlos Mikhail, dude. Yep. Nicolai. Clock Tower. <laughs> uh,. I'm introducing another new segment this week. Uh, this was kind of forced by our growing fan base of Joker fans. Really quick, uh, Game Awards yeah. for that? Yes. Game Awards well, announcement? Well, here's the thing. No, E3 next year. For Resident Evil 3? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just yeah. to be clear, I haven't quite started working on the Game Awards yet. Yeah, I don't know Kyle a thing. Yes. Sorry, I should, so I when should, I said, I yeah, should not look at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my best guess. Yes. You can't, 100 percent a guess yeah, right yeah, there. 100 percent You can't ask him while you're on the podcast, while we've been talking about it for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You gotta wait till he gets out of the bathroom. Yeah. You gotta wait till he's just wandering down the disarmed. hallway. And yeah. then you yeah, well, but then you open with something else. You're yeah. just like, hey, you know, have you have you seen Mandalorian? It's pretty cool. Are you three at Game Awards? Yeah. And it's just like, are you wait, yeah, wait, what? No, wait. Like the best way would be to wake him up in the middle of the night. Call him somehow. Yeah, no, like get in his house. Yeah, like get in Bossman's room. Yeah, and shake him up, Bossman. What's your, your address? Yo, is Nemesis gonna be at the? Actually, Trust, I think the best Yo, thing to do is while someone's in the bathroom, just slam the door open, look, point at them, and say, "Is yeah. is, is it's gonna be at the just game?" I don't yeah. think that works on you though. While he's I remember Sunset Riders. <laughs> we yeah, were held certain. <laughs> just put like a cookie under his nose, <laughs> yeah. and he starts to smile a little bit. But like, like is Resident Evil is it, it much there, more Kyle? likely than Sunset Riders. Right, right, right. Um. Okay, so this week in Joker news, uh, the Joker beat up Charlie Brown this week. Wait, Charlie's what? Angels. No, Charlie Brown. The Joker beat up Charlie Brown. What do you mean? Week. I guess Charlie Brown was just hanging up. For no reason, Joker came up and just, like, beat him up. No. Yeah. Is, no. 
Not a bit. This no, is this no, week in Joker no, news. No, 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 no. This is a bit. Next up, uh, <laughs> Pokemon stamps. What it is? Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> I don't like when you mess with the peanuts, dude. It ain't right. That's the Joker's whole deal, man. No, it's not right that he would no. touch Charlie Brown. No. And of course, Charlie Brown wouldn't be able to tell anybody about that. His friends would come over and it's like, come out and play, Charlie. And he's like, get oh, me out of this robot. They come in and he's like right on now. the couch, like all bruised. Like, what happened? He can't, I, yeah. You wouldn't understand. No. But from, what, jokes, from reports, Charlie Brown was just out in the middle of daylight, right? Yeah. It wasn't, didn't happen in the darkness. Woodstock's just cackling. Yeah. It's a twisted world. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, oh, I wanted to touch on this. Sold six million worldwide. Uh, fastest selling Switch game ever. Um, just kind of crazy in light of our discussion last week and all weeks leading up to this. Uh, it's the game nobody's happy with, but is the most successful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Everyone yeah. hates it. Everybody hates it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to make of it. I've been playing Pokemon Silver with you, and all I want to do is just yeah. crack open my, my Switch. It's just, <laughs> I want Pokemon Sword and Shield to be so much better, but all I can do is throw up my hands and say, mm. you made the right game. Yeah. You made the right Financially. game. Financially. Yeah. These new Pokemon show up, and I'm just like, I'm never going to use you in my party. Get in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Get in there, weird Gen Five Pokemon I've never seen before. It's so weird, man. I like. I, I have a thousand tips of how to make this a better game, and they should listen to none of them <laughs> yeah. because they just sold six million copies. I don't think. I think that that's the wrong lesson. The lesson is it doesn't matter what the game is, as long as it says Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So don't make it too good. Don't spend too yeah, much effort on there's it. There's no reason to. There's no reason for them to change how these games are since the very yeah. beginning of these games. Yeah. They make money. That's that is the last. Sh- I want to come up with the name for that because that is a thing. Like, and I, and I think we do get that near the end of the gen. Breakpoint's that, you know. Yeah. Where it's Insanity. like, you know, like <laughs> that's what that's what kind of upset me when uh, Eve, right? There's no S. You don't do the S. Eve. Right. We we established that. Yeah. Eve um, Gillamot. Uh, is that Gilmo? Gillamot. You you do Gilmot? you pronounce the T? L's and the T. Gillamot. Here comes the correction. Okay. What the hell? Okay. okay. It's Gilmo. It's Gilmo. See, now I'm going to say Gillamot, dude. <laughs> that shit sticks, Gilamot. boss man. Wait, wait. It sticks right like, here. Gillamot. Gillamot is a new Pokemon. Came out, yes. That's one of the new Pokemon. No evolution, though. <laughs> I just, I caught, yeah, I caught a Gillamot the other day. But when he came out and he was like, hey, we're surprised that Breakpoint's bad. Like, yeah. I played great, after a while, since I played Breakpoint, and it's like, yeah. no, you knew it. Come on. Like, yeah. you, you knew you weren't doing as much For as you did seven with seconds, you know. Mm-hmm. You knew... Stop, stop, stop. And every now and then you just, you play those games. You're like, oh, they, okay. They knew at the every Madden that kicks off a new console is like, you know it's not going to be full featured. You know yeah. it's going to have a ton of issues. But it was but encouraging. it's going to sell like crazy anyway. So, Jones, it was encouraging, I want a though. word for that, whatever that is. But like, Resting on your laurels? Skating? Uh, one word, though. One word. Skating. Because um, Call of Duty, very similar situation. A lot of controversy like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. A lot sure. of controversy sold 600 million in a day. So was there, is there a connection there? Yeah, I would say that's closer because the encouraging thing, the story about Breakpoint is that it did poorly. That Ubisoft said, hey, this sold us so much under expectations oh, okay. that we yeah, have yeah. to change. We actually have to make better games now. Okay. Uh, Nintendo, Pokemon Company, Game Freak, nobody's saying we got to make a better Pokemon game. They're saying we made the perfect Pokemon game. Yeah. This sold above expectations. Well, yeah. well you, know the, you know why that is, right? It's, it's because we're all people in the games industry who talk about games and read about games and look at games and think about games you know games 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 5.5 million people that bought pokemon never even look at ign they just go hey i love pokemon 
and I'm gonna buy this. Oh, new Pokemon's yeah, out today. Yeah, new Pokemon. Same with Call of Duty. It's like you don't you don't have to go on mm-hmm. Io9 so and true. read about sci-fi or whatever. You're gonna go to Star Wars. It, Ian, it is so shocking how I talk to my friend all the time, and he's like always so surprised when something comes out, and it's exactly like that. Like, yeah. Hey, I heard there's a, a Pokemon game out. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like it's out one day because you're not looking for it or anything, so there's no hype, there's no noise. Oh, new Pokemon on Switch, I'm gonna get it. This is what yeah. I'm actually truly, truly <laughs> interested in. Because let's go, Eevee, let's go Pikachu, underperformed. Hmm. And so it's not like automatic. There's something there, there's something that penetrates, there's something that this marketing team has down. They know how to penetrate, they know how to say, this is the one, everybody come in, and everybody's spending $60. Maybe those, yeah, I don't know, because those... Like, I can look at Let's Go and know that it's a spinoff. Yeah. But I wonder if someone who doesn't pay attention would know as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, dude. There is kind of an icky sense of prestige where, like, I think about Animal Crossing coming to Switch so late in the Switch's life, and it's just like, God, finally, it just seems like a no-brainer that you were going to do this. Why was it taking so long? And when they announced that, like, yes, we are going to make a Pokemon for Switch, it's like, they're going to do... Thanks. You know, like, it doesn't (laughs) doesn't have that obligation. Why doesn't? It's yeah. so bizarre. It yeah. should be another thing. It should be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It should be weird if they're not, but it does. It has that strange, you know, pedigree. Especially because Pokemon is doing so many things. They have so many fires burning at once. It's insane. It's holdover Jones from way back at the 3DS launch. Uh, Black and white came out on regular DS. So we had this cool new Nintendo 3DS, and we had to play a Pokemon game that's for the last gen hard- software hardware um. hardware. Uh, so that holdover, those feelings are still carried over from way back, way back when. That's why we feel lucky when they say it's for Switch. Hmm. Which is so dumb. So dumb. Uh, it is time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. I was thinking about Woodstock cackling as Joker <laughs> On his back, the tears <laughs> flying out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I hate this bit. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. I'm Red, uncomfortable. This is the world we live in, dude. It's twisted, man. No, man. We live in a real no. dark world. Um, okay, let's do no, it's Seth Green. This isn't Robot Chicken, dude. Ooh, you know what? This one's this one's like a little hairy and sticky. Oh, no. I'm ready for Ew. it. Hairy sticky and no, one yeah. or the other. Dude. I'm the Don't dark put prince, those two dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm the dark prince. My tongue is hairy and sticky. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Now that the nominations for the Game Awards have been revealed, yeah, here we go. I want to talk about the giant elephant in the room. <laughs> okay. Jeff Keighley and his relationship with Hideo Kojima. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to talk so about that. Now, I'm not saying that there may have been some influence from Keighley to have Death Stranding receive 10 nominations, including Goaty. No. Based on what I've seen prior to release, I can honestly say I was on board with what Kojima was delivering gameplay-wise. I'm sure whatever awards this game does end up winning will be well-deserved, even if I never get around to playing the game. However, with the way Keeley constantly talks about Kojima, either on past TGAs or in other venues, I can't help but wonder if there is even a small chance <laughs> that any win for Death Stranding can be considered a legit win. I mean, this is Jeff's own award show, after all. And... He'll find any way to slurp and praise Kojima as many times as possible. No. No. Slurp? No. Is that in the email? (laughs) (laughs) Am I reading too much into this? Or does anyone on the panel have a slight concern? Love and respect, Carl. Not at all. Zero concern. He doesn't vote. 
Yeah, he doesn't vote on. He these doesn't things. vote or nominate. He's just a host, and he yeah. he yeah. throws the whole thing together. How many um, outlets got to cast their votes this time around? Twenty something. Yeah. So it's yeah. That's just how it's done. The Keeley sends out uh, invitations to vote to outlets. So like IGN gets a vote. GameSpot gets a vote, so like mm-hmm. Easy Allies got to vote. So we all nine of us voted, and then what? Like all nine of us vote on the thing, and then whichever has the most is our Easy, the allies, official vote. easy allies vote. Yes, yeah. Then, and then how we just throw that into the wind and cross our fingers. How did Death Stranding get in the top five? Then if I'm it's not, not even, I'm not surprised. A lot of people. All of that, it's such a, it's such a polarizing, interesting game. <clears throat> it's a fascinating game. Yeah. If this was the Academy Awards, a movie like Death Stranding yeah. would totally get nominated. There's nothing like it. Um, okay, this no for two gigantic reasons. One, this is not Ko- Keely has access to Kojima, not because of Keely, because of Kojima, because Kojima loves the attention. He wants his story to be told. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like all these people. You know, you know, you know. I mean, right? You know, and Ko- you know, Keely does his like little panels where he'll be on stage, or Kojima's gonna announce something, and so Keely's gonna be on stage with Kojima for an hour. It's not like every developer in the world. It's not like Dan Hauser is on the phone with Ko- Keely, being like, "Please, Keely, I want to talk about Red Dead Two for an hour on stage." It's just what Kojima does. Like Kojima I- wants to. You see this press tour that he's doing. He comes, ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima. And he comes out of crowds like cheering. That's his element, and like. I can't fault the guy for his ego because that's 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 such a part of him, you know? And like you play Metal Gear Solid, just one. Forget all the other Metal Gears he made. You play that one game and how mm-hmm. transformative and incredible it was just on that, you know, aging, aging console now. And like, yeah, sure, he deserves to just do whatever. He's such a weirdo. But yeah, go. You know, be be weird, you know, surprise us, put motorcycle commercials in your game, just do whatever you want to do. Uh it's a he's a fun guy to, you know, to see the freedom that he has. And he's using it to make sure, you know, a, a lot of attention gets showered on him. And so he's like, this game's a new genre. There's so many things that Kojima does that are very declarative about how you should feel about his games. And he wants someone, anyone, to listen. And that's what Keeley does. Keeley wants that, you know, uh, Keeley wants to be there for that platform to, you know, to, to introduce people. And so uh, there's that. The other thing, too, because I saw some people, he tweeted, uh, uh, Keeley did, about like, Hey, so nominations are out. What do, you, what, what do you think? You know, like respond to this tweet, which is ballsy. You know, to respond to this tweet, let me know what, you know, a lot of people were like, DMC5 got snubbed for Goaty. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, weird to see Fallen Order not on there for action adventure game. Like, there's just a lot of weird questions that popped up. And one of them, somebody, somebody just literally took a picture of the advisory board and circled Kojima and just sent that to him as a JPEG. And everyone was like, you're completely ignoring the fact that Phil Spencer's on there and there's Xbox game. You know, like, there's a lot of people that are associated with this. I, you know, having all the work that we've done with Keeley, having worked with Keeley in so many different capacities across the year, Keeley knows everyone. Everyone. I have never met anyone in this industry that is more prolific than that man in terms of his relationships and business contacts, how much he cherishes those. So what you're seeing is a transparency with Kojima because Kojima wants to be transparent. But the idea that they have a special relationship and he doesn't have that relationship with everybody else, you have not seen you have not seen Keeley in his element. You've not seen him do E3 coverage and person after person after person after person roll in and they all are like, hey, what's up, Keeley? Like they all not know. Even, hey him. Jeff, what's up? Yeah. Like, just like first hey, what's name up? with everyone, friends yeah. with everyone. Like, look at his relationship with Reggie, man. Look at like, over the years. Look at he, him with he, Nintendo. Valve. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like. It's just, it's Keely, man. It's just, it, it's, it, it feels different with Kojima because of how Kojima is. It's mm-hmm. nothing to do with Keely. Love so. Keely. He gives me warm, 
good vibes every time I am in the same room with the man. They, they broke the mold. <laughs> seriously. He's a, he's a crazy, you know, yeah. Yeah, but he's in the game, though. So right. is Conan, man. Like it's, it's a weird game. It doesn't. Yeah. No. But I all, there's also a part of me too that feels like maybe it seems like a little extra now too because like I feel like Keeley really is feeling for Kojima as a friend after the whole Konami situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is still a fresh wound. So maybe their friendship is a little more overt right now because of it. I don't know. I just feel like Keeley cares. And, I hope it's real. Yeah. Like. I have this weird nascent fear that that Kojima is just kind of as Jones implied that he's just like using Keely and they're not actually friends, and that would make me so sad. Yeah, I hope they're it best hurt. buds. Jones, that was cutting. So yeah, you cut well, it's, me. Uh, using is strong. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. it's but it is like seems real. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. You know, it's it's you know Keely would love the exposure so that he can be the one communicating this. He wanted to be there. You know, day one to uh, talk about. Um, you know, Half-Life, you know, this this new game, you know, to be like, okay, you all have questions, I have answers. And it's exciting because it's not just like, oh, okay, here's the interview. Like, I want to know these things. <laughs> you know, like, we learned some fascinating things from that video. So, like, he does approach that from someone who, you know, doesn't have this kind of obsessive, you know, uh, going out and platinuming every game, you know, uh, perspective that, the, uh, you know, we have and people like us have. He has... Because we platinum every game. He knows... Everyone, yeah. Some people do. Uh, he knows what people are going to be curious about. He knows what this means uh, from a business sales perspective in terms of how important it is to these companies. And he knows how to ask, he knows how to ask the right questions, man, repeatedly. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. Uh, you know, uh, full disclosure, I'm credited as a consultant on the Game Awards, right? So I'll be working on it uh, in December. Um, uh to this person's argument, here's where it comes from, right? There's why this message was written, because obviously the, these things, like, it isn't as sketchy as it appears, but it's, if anybody's smelling anything, it's because Jeff Keighley is executive producer and host of the Game Awards. He's, the, like, the only person seen for these things. Yeah. So, he's, like, there's no, like, rotating host. It is always just Jeff Keighley. The host, the show seems like the Keighleys. It seems like he does 100% of it. And so I can see where that perception would come from. And I, I think, like, the reality is... Uh, it's, this sounds mega cheese, but like there's some things that only Keeley can do. Like I truly believe it'd be very hard for this show to exist if he decided to retire tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't exist the year after. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he just makes these things run in ways that there aren't people to fill in those positions. Because of those bonds. Because right. when someone shows, some huge studio shows up with a game, yeah. it feels intimate and personal. Because they're friends with each other, right? That, like when and, it, yeah. when a game is brought to Keely, I think Keely, trust is more yeah, important. There. It yeah, feels yeah. it yeah. feels nicer than like, hey, I'm gonna show you my corporate game. It's like, oh, hey, Jeff, like we've got a game to show you. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Like it feels just cozier. Yeah, that, well, that that Sean Reggie film moment yeah. was mm-hmm. Keely. That was yeah. classic yeah, Keely. And it was. That was a, that was a favor. Yeah, you know that uh, that he was like, we're, we're we got to do this. It's mm-hmm. too big. Well, and that's the that's the real T is like he's just a shrewd businessman and like. He knows how to use, not not in a bad way, but like utilize his friendships that are genuine, but are are also utilitarian and business based. And it's like he and he and Kojima, like Jones said, like it's a mutually beneficial friendship. You know, it's yeah, symbiosis. But like the dude's got a mind like a like a like a steel trap. Like he encyclopedic knowledge of who everyone is. Like. He knows who I like. He yeah. says hi to me, and I'm always it's, just yeah. like, "Oh, you remember me?" <laughs> like, yeah, same, you know? same. And every time he like remembers me, I'm like, "How? 
Yeah, and it's what? like wild to me. I think I think I've said this before, but what? and it's not necessarily pertinent to what we're talking about now. But like, I, I know it seems like whoa, Jeff, you know, Jones likes Keeley. I've just seen him. Are you slurping Keeley right I've now? Just, oh I love Jeff Keeley. Okay, love the I need man. To... Huber is slurping. I love him. Huber's slurping. Straight up. Pardon me. I'll, I'll say it a hundred times, dude. <laughs> I love Jeff Keeley. I need to. Dude is a pleasure to be around. <laughs> I can't remember. It was the. It was the. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm repeating this story. It was the uh, the Kobe year when Kobe was late and the PlayStation conference started like 15 minutes late. Oh wow! We're introducing PlayStation Move. Uh, and this is a while ago. Yeah. So you have panelists that are on, you know, uh, E3 All Access that are stalling for 15 full minutes on top of 30 minutes of talking about you know PlayStation, and uh, I'm. I'm in Keeley's ear with everyone else, and I'm hearing you not only in my ear, but I can. We're all in the same room, all trying to put the show together. I can hear people freaking out, like, "When do we know? They told us it was going to start this time. We're trying to wait f- to hear from them so that then we can tell Keeley." And so they're constantly telling Keeley, "Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet." And so I know Keeley's got the voice. He's ha- like, imagine right now us trying to do this show, and someone's screaming in your ear that you can't tell the viewer what you're hearing, mm-hmm. and you have to have to maintain eye contact and come up with the next thing. And we have notes before we do uh, the Sony stuff, whenever any of us have hosted a press conference, like when I did the you know, the uh, the kind of funny game showcase, I was like, all right, I gotta watch the old one and come up with a big list and try to figure out what we're gonna talk about. Just off the cuff, it's like, yeah, they're still delayed. And he's like, okay, cool, this game we haven't talked about yet. And that was just, whoop, he just pulled that out of his brain. And I remember in that moment being like, okay, I couldn't do that, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. wow. I respect this guy, nor do I want to. You know, that's a terrifying prospect mm-hmm. to have, you know, just thousands of people watching you and, well, and, and like you just the, roll in like, yeah, they can take 30 minutes. I don't care. The it's flip crazy. side, too, that people don't appreciate is, and like, I think sometimes Jeff can come off as like distant or distracted, but it's like he's got his nose to the grindstone, it seems like, all the time. He's always reading his phone and reading the news and stuff. He like he like lives and breathes this stuff. Like, I actually wonder, I have I have wondered on many occasions if Jeff Keeley ever stops like if he ever just like takes a break, because I don't know if he does. Regis vibes. Yeah, it's weird. It's crazy. <laughs> the Regis of gaming. Mm-hmm. And he does, you know, he he brings us into the process. You know, he shows you the notes. He says we're in the office right now. We're working on this. Um, and so I, I definitely do think he tries to be as transparent as possible. And like I mentioned, this tweet, like he's open to those criticisms. He always tweets the day after the game awards. He's like, "Woof, that was exhausting. What'd you think? Yeah. You know, let me know what you want to have changed." And Go I ahead scream. And Give an award to trailers, damn it, every single year. Do it again. But, um, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he just, um, I don't know. He's, he, he seems like it, he is to journalism what Keely, or what Kojima is to games, to me. Like, they're both just, they broke the mold, man. It's, it's hard. They're hard to replace. Like you said, if he left, uh, we would, we'd go watch the Dice Awards. <laughs> yeah. Heaven forbid. Which you should still watch. No, fun. please. Gross. Uh, how many world premiere trailers do they have at the Dice Awards? Premiere. I thought about that. Ooh, I started getting excited. I thought about chose. that today. I was like, oh, here we go. Golden Ooh, Joystick. Gold. How many commercials do you even have, dudes? Yeah. When Joker took over, it was fun to be in that room. That was a fun room. Are you, say, are you talking about the Joker? <laughs> Last year. Yeah. When Charlie Brown came out to present the award. What the hell? All right, this is a cute one. Honestly, this is a cute one. (laughs) Hey, allies. I first played through Metal Gear Solid in 2014. The game was more than 15 years old at that point, and yet I felt like I was playing a game from the future. (laughs) Everyone always talks about having their mind blown by the Psycho Mantis fight, but 
I remember being impressed by little things like the mice that scurry around in the vents or using the smoke of your cigarette to spot security lasers. But by far the most impressive aspect of Metal Gear Solid was the codex system. It wasn't just for the sheer amount of recorded dialogue, but the fact that I could make an outgoing call to whomever I wanted and our conversation would be relevant to the story or what was going on in that time at that game. The result was that these characters came to feel more like real people who I could rely upon in times of need. Allies, I fear that. Like the stunning pre-rendered backgrounds of Final Fantasy 7 through 9, the codex system was exclusive to a period of time where big budget developers were constrained by significant te technological limitations. I fear that Metal Gear Solid codex system is a unique relic, never again to be replicated, much less improved. Is there no hope? Colton from Cape Cod. Not to be a broken record, but I feel the camp and Red Dead is, is an evolution of that. Like, you, you go back and meet again with these characters and uh -huh. they, they'll have stuff to say. Yeah. Depending on what you've done, depending on how they feel. And, and just like the codex system, there are multiple people and you'll catch them in multiple different states. You know mm. what, Jones? This is fair. Uh, that's actually that's actually fair. I think that's actually pretty close to what this person's describing. Man, like little Jack walks by me. He's like, I wish everyone would stop fighting. I'm like, oh. Dude, when they're playing the, when they're like just around the campfire singing music. Oh, so good. Hey, Jack. But this is uh, uh, how I think if the next Ghost Recon, it's like stop it with the cutscenes. Stop making me have to go back to everybody mm -hmm. every five seconds. Let me call everybody. Let me turn in a quest on the phone. Stop. You know, sure. it's like stop forcing me to go have these wooden, dumb conversations. If you're not going to bother animating these characters in interesting ways, then just don't do it. You know, mm -hmm. like let's have fun conversations. Let me let me be able to check in with them. You know, let me get calls from people out of nowhere, you know, like Pokemon Silver, getting a call from Joey every time. It's 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 so special. Dynamic. Yeah, it is. It's dynamic. You know what? It's not, but it almost does something to make that world a more or more real world. When I was playing Shield today, I was yeah. like, oh, it's it's weird that, you know, Silver on the Game Boy Color has this system that I think Shield would benefit from. You have a cell phone and nobody's calling you. <laughs> In Shield? Yeah. You really? Yeah, your map is on a cell phone, man. <laughs> Nobody's calling. Small town. Two friends. <laughs> Small town. He's one friend. Yep. Yeah, doesn't call us. And your friend is terrible. Uh -oh. He's not good. But that's another love and respect question. We'll get that next week. I feel bad calling a little boy terrible. Hop sucks. I feel like I'm working with a bunch of jokers here. <laughs> what are you going to do? Getting a beat up hop? I, I, I love beating it. the little kids that challenge you. you beat up his Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, I'm minding my own business, dude. Yeah, They're challenging me. Yeah. So I crush their dreams, so they'll never challenge me again. I get it. Yeah. Everybody's got to lose. I wish that... This is totally irrelevant. I wish that Pokemon, much like a Mighty Ducks movie, you got to lose in the beginning. I wish that, like, you're just... You've you're got a scrappy little Pokemon that's got no shot. And you got to lose. you got to, like, take a big loss. you got to eat it. You know? Otherwise, you just win the whole time. I agree, dude. Yeah. Like, I haven't played through... You know, I played through Let's Go, and I thought, okay, this is old... You know, so it's it's probably you know whatever. I give it a pass. Yeah. Now I'm playing this brand new Bleeding Edge one, and I'm I kill almost every Pokemon I'm against in one hit. Here we go. No, Same but it's thing. like yeah. Yep. But the thing that's annoying is everyone comes up and talks such a big game. I mop the floor with them, and then they still act all hoity-toity, like they're better than me. You know, and it's like, did you not just see what happened? Like, did you not just see how destroyed your Pokemon are right now? Like, why are you coming up and talking a big game at me? It's absurd. It's absurd. 
yeah, it just take some inspiration from classic children's sports movies. Really? Yeah. Just watch three. Go d- download Disney Plus. Sandlot. Yep. Mighty Ducks. Yep. Little Rascals. Little what? Giants. Little Giants. Little Rascals though, and can't hurt. Bonus, bonus, bonus watch. Yes. Bonus watch. It can't hurt to watch yeah. Little Rascals. <laughs> the cool off. <laughs> but the, Bad I News Bears like, is a great example. Yes, you just talked about. But uh. but it goes back into it as like this thing. People don't want to have a hard game. They want to give me those win. difficulty. They options. They want the dopamine. You know. Yeah. And that's I mean, why yeah. you sell six million copies. Six million hardcore mode. Nah, not not for them. So anyway, those phone calls we were talking about. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It, it's it's hard to do. Especially as games get bigger and bigger and bigger, it, it would be harder and harder to have a contextual conversation for every given moment that most people will never see. And mm-hmm. expensive. Yes. Because that's a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have like two different, like, oh, you can pick two different protagonists. It's like, holy cow. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot of talking. And so I do feel, I do, that's why I love playing some old games so much is that they do have attributes to them that can't be repeated today. Like when we played through Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this game is actually too big to be made today. And that was the simple truth. Yeah. You just can't make a game mm-hmm. that big right now. You can't do to this the scope type of, they want it. Yes. Yeah. This level of detail can't exist. It was too big for the N64, yeah. baby. That's why they had to move I bet, it. <laughs> I bet at this point you could talk to either protagonist of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and be like, hey, what do you think about this scene? And they'd be like, what scene? Yeah. Oh. Like that scene where you talked to that person and yeah. said this thing. They're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's so many, too much. It's yeah. too much. It's way too much. <laughs> so many times in that game, like Cassandra would have a conversation with someone and they'd be referencing something. And this happened 50 times. They'd reference something, and I'd be like, what? I, I, did I do that? I don't know. This game's 100 hours. I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's impossible. We're, we're growing big in a weird direction right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness we have Half-Life Alex to contract it. Thank you. Focus. Yeah. Also have Focus. Focus. Telling yeah. lies? <laughs> I mean, that's a game about people talking. You know, uh, the, um, the sequel to Her Story? Yeah. Oh, um, cool! So you you are you do see all of, you know evolutions of this where it's like you're you're just gonna talk to people, you yeah. know, and uh, it's going to be the power of their you know their speaking, um, and it doesn't have the the codex system, but it's like the performances are so powerful in Death Stranding, like it's just so incredible when you see, you know, it's I I know the performances are really great in Outer Worlds, but again, just this kind of like I'm the character and I'm hanging out right here and I'm t- talking to you about stuff. It's like you're I just don't feel like you're we're doing this, you know? Yeah, like, I get what you're saying. Um, and uh, um, yeah, some of those are just completely very cinematic on another level. Um, Blocking. So. The characters walk around the room. Yeah. Games um, don't do that much. Sure. But, That's uh, an interesting observation. Well, and I remember, yeah. too, the, the, uh, one other thing that blew me away, and I can't believe at the time I had the patience for it, because I think I like, had to know this stuff. It was like part of the game. But there's like an hour, almost two hours of Snake just standing there naked or sitting there naked in a cell and like people talking to him before you even start. Before you either even send you oh, the mission yeah. briefing. Shadow Moses. The mission yeah. briefing. It's yeah. optional, yeah. It's Holy weird. Holy cow. He's blonde. It just keeps going and Same going with MGS4 and going and going. And I was like listening to all of it being like, th- th- this is going to be on the test. You know, <laughs> like I'm going to need to know this stuff. And it does help. You know, it's, yeah. it's really neat to, you know, it adds so much context to this world. When you get into it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I know what DARPA is. You know, yeah. like I know about all this stuff. Dude, Bioshock start the audio log thing? I feel like... Doom 3. Oh, was Doom a, 3 was, was a big it? one. Oh, okay. I feel like Bioshock like ran with it. It was the thing, Brad, is it kind of makes sense for Bioshock, like for you not to be calling people for of you course, to have these yeah. recordings. Yeah. But then every game did it. Mm-hmm. Re- recordings nice, show up in every single game. But couldn't yeah. you... Didn't you like have to stand still in Bioshock? Mm, no? Could you walk you can, around I and listen to those? Move, right? That was Doom wow. Three, baby. You that was walk, a huge. That was probably walk. my favorite part of Doom Three. Is you, you would you would get, but 
the, it was different in Bioshock because I don't feel that it it colored specifically it colored the area that I was in but it didn't color the thing I was about to do and there were moments in Doom 3 where I'd like pick up a recording and listen to it and then be like alright time to go down this hallway and it's like this recording is for this hallway like this recording is for you this this hallway would suck if you're not listening to what's going on gotcha um, and uh, yeah that was so powerful and there was just I know there's some games that have done it since where I'd be like oh cool recording and then I'd walk away and it would stop and it's like what are you doing let me walk around yeah. Yeah. let me live with that or if it's let me the go back up and source. replay them later if I want to or have there be crazy secrets in there or have like a 20 minute one I'm like I'm not gonna listen to that it's like yeah but at minute 18 that thing happens it's wild if you actually like have the patience to go through it but man you, you know you, which ones I love Jones are um, voice actors aren't cheap uh, Arkham Asylum those are fun oh, inmate sure. Harley Quinn mm. like here's yeah. the yeah, interrogation I guess, I guess those kind of things make sense recorded <laughs> but like I really do this conver- this comment made me realize like how strong those conversations are that you can actively call somebody that person is alive talking to you now mm-hmm. it's, Optional d- it's definitely way better yeah and Jedi it, it Fallen is, Order is yeah. A little bit of that. Well, you can do some calls. Some, they're not that dense. Sure. And you, it's not something you can call upon. Like, you have to go to certain areas to cue them up. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, some of those are kind of chilling. You know, like, you hear, there's a couple that have references to the movie. So I was like, ooh. Ugh. You have oh. to know what's going on ooh. there to know how that hits. Jonesy, that's a good tease. That's a good example of not spoiling but really making me interested. I did it. That was a really good yeah. tease. Good balance. Good balance, dude. We'll get into it in a bit. It's time for bets. Oh, yeah, we're recording uh, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler mode tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, next week's bet is about Half-Life Alex. Uh, I was looking at the trailer. That, this trailer just launched this very morning. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was originally like putting the podcast together, it was at 800,000 views. But then I, before we recorded, I just decided to look in on it again. 2.5 million views. Mm-hmm. Our bet is where that number will be at this point next week. Yeah. Will the trend continue or are they going to top off, Jones? Now it feels low. 10.2. Okay. Michael low. Huber. 54 million. Uh, okay. 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 Go big or go home. Uh, Fifty-four. Yeah. That's like some K-pop stuff, dude. I was thinking, yeah. I was, th- sure. I, I was thinking sure. of like, hey. it's gonna videos. win videos. Don't justify it. It's gonna like win. A, like a Taylor Swift video as yeah. well, like a hundred mil or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's you know, Half Life isn't Taylor Swift, but at least half of a Taylor Swift. It's Half Life. Okay. It's a Taylor Swift video game. It's legendary. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bradley uh, Ellis. I'm going three mil. Whoa! I think a lot of people who were interested in it saw it today. That's what I. Yeah. This that's is what this I is meaner than fifty four. That's well, a mean it's not bet. Mean. Yeah. Well, it's not mean. Okay. It's a slap. How many viewer it's games get that many views, dude? Yeah. It. Fourteen point two mil. No, is what Kyle. I bet. Damn. I'm sorry, Jonesy. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Ian. Uh, I was thinking along the lines of of Brad. So Ooh. I did six. I okay. was like, yeah, the people who are super into it saw it. It's gonna taper off, I think. Ooh. Yeah, I'm actually. If it's in the twenties, though. We got it. Yeah. I wanted to make the bet because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. I, I don't know what the audience for this game is, and I want to see. We're in the playoffs right now, Huber. We are in the playoffs of the bets. Yeah. This is. What are we? Are high. we at like five? Tap tap. T minus five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> oh, are you doing a little Astros joke? That was a stealth I Astros wish. joke. Bang, 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 bang. That was cool. Bang, bang. I wish. I wish, yeah. man. That was I wish nice, there was Jones. something I can do. If I could cheat at this, I would. Uh, I would. <laughs> Shenmue 3 released I Tuesday. I'm so this pumped week. about this bet, dude. Uh, how many viewers will it have on Twitch? Okay. Jones, you bet 10K. Damiani bet 1.5K. 
That was the mean one of That's the week. That's the mean one. Uh, Ian's pulling it up right now. Oh, God. It's not even uh, it's Huber, not you there. bet 64. It's not there. Shit. 64,521. I bet 6.2K. Ian oh, bet 33K. No. The oh, actual number it. for Shenmue 3. Is devastating. Live viewers Dude, on Twitch. Smite's got it beat. This is devastating. Oh, Max. Dude, Pokemon Red and Max Blue has it beat. He had a lot of views for a while. Oh, uh, Max. He's just not where on, are I guess. You? Oh, no. Not there? I just did a Search find it. on page. I did. Oh, Shenmue, this show up. Not. If Damiani wins well, this bet. Load more, yeah. Dude, chess has it beat. Super Mario Bros. 3 right now, dude. 1K, baby. Daisy. There it is. 754 <laughs> viewers. So the main one was right? What did he that say? Is... 1K. It's not a game you want to watch. Yeah. yeah. You want to yeah, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. Sure. sure. You, you want to I mean? live in it. Maybe sure. people were waiting for the holidays, you know? Sure. To jump in? <laughs> yeah. Max wasn't on. Sorry, Huber. Charlie Winsmore has Charlie. 415 viewers. He's the most. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Um, Huber's depressed. Is this bad news? Yeah, watch out for those spoilers on those uh, Twitch thumbnails. Clips. Yeah, watch the thumbnails. I clicked away. Huber got to say that's not good news. <laughs> but if Max started at this point, it yeah. would have it would have had an 8,000 boost yeah. right there. You need the whale. Yeah. Okay, Michael Damiani, the pessimist, wins with his bet of 1.5k. Hey, that's uh, that's us though. That's us. That is okay. you. Uh, that brings our totals to Scrappy Little Pigs 24. Wee! Uh, Gorgeous Gorillas 26. <laughs> big one there, two point swing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Jones, I think if we need we need to win like next week or the week after, it, or else it's or worse time. For it. Match point. Match point. I don't think we're match point yet. We're on advantage. Yes, you are an advantage. What did you like, say you love Deuce? Deuce. Love Deuce. Deuce. Love it, dude. Deuce. Deuce. Super Deuce. tennis, man. Virtua tennis, Deuce. Yep. Was a big deal. So I, I think we can still lose Deuce. next week, but I think we only get one more loss. You need a Deuce. We can, we can, don't, Deuce. I want you to yeah. say the word lose. I want you to remove the word lose okay. from your vocabulary. Yes. We need wins is what I'm saying. Kyle, look at me. Look at me, Kyle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I get okay. it. I get it. Uh... Don't know what happened with Shenmue 3 there, dude. What the hell? I don't know what happened there, dude. I thought... Seven hundred I thought people are like... Yeah. I thought people could get to this point without even having to think about Shenmue. And yeah. just the, now that's the week, it's like, all right, what what is this? Yeah. What are we talking about right now? Because I saw the trailers and I don't get it. I need somebody to talk about this. hop into a stream. That's what I thought. It's not the viewers, though. It's the streamers. That's the problem. No yeah. one's playing it. It's yeah, not that no one's watching it. No yeah, you don't want to stream it, Hubert. Yeah. No one first time. It. You know what? <laughs> no it's it's too personal. It's too much. So we, we didn't have time for that. I want to I want to call out somebody who submitted a cool game. Wu-Tang Clam had like, some cool Twitch statistics. And so over the past 14 days, Death Stranding actually had more views than FIFA 20. However, uh... uh so Death Stranding had what uh, eighteen, so about nineteen million uh, viewers over the last fourteen days. However, uh, in the last seven days, only of the, like three mil, two point six mil. So there's this spike when the game comes out, and then it drops off hard, 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 hard. Streamers because it's yeah. not a live service. It's not a live service. Game, so basically, that data would suggest <laughs> that yeah, Shenmue streamers beat it, dude. Already hit the dip, dude. Yeah. You know, it was also a bad. Yeah, it's a, a, Sorry, we're gonna stream. a bad yeah, sign. So the top stream was was enabled more Shenmue. <laughs> yeah, this more was Shenmue. the title. More Shenmue. You know. Yeah, just more Shenmue. More of that. No big deal. Not like our adventure continues. <laughs> <laughs> more Shenmue. That's yeah, more Shenmue. Uh, let me tell everyone about Patreon.com/slash Easy Allies. That would be the website you would go to 
if you want to learn more about the Easy Allies, the kind of videos we make, but also if you would like to support us because, for instance, people who give us, give us $5 or more per month get this podcast on Fridays as opposed to Sundays, and they also get to submit to these segments of Love and Respect, which is, you know, letters from our community, and secretly, Santa's Video Game Advisory Board. It's really just patrons sending stuff in. D. Um, but it was the weirdest thing. I thought it was, I didn't want it to be Glinny. You know what I mean? I wanted it to be like not Glinny. Like, oh, don't just send like bad ideas. But then people started sending good ideas. I'm like, these are fun ideas. Mm-hmm. What are Glinny's current whereabouts? Is that canon? Do we know where Glinny is? Just in one of her bogs, dude. How did that storyline wrap up? I'm I'm forgetting. Oh, we made a good game for her. We, uh, we had we had the yeah. game jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the game jam happened. Lots of really good games. Glinny got off, yeah. and then that she's just happy right so now. So she just bounced, just yeah. chilling in a bog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got she it. has other witch business. She doesn't just make video games. Got it. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I like to like to have my uh, my lore on. Yeah. Checked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't contact Glinny. Glinny contacts us. Got it. That's I know right. how to contact Glinny, but it would take a couple of weeks if yeah. necessary. Good to know. Cool. And it's like messy. <laughs> and sticky and hairy. <laughs> sticky yeah. and hairy. Sticky yeah. and hairy. <laughs> okay, everybody. So, Huber, I'm not going to give Damiani's winning bet to you. I'm going to give cool. it to Brad. Oh. Do it. Um, Brad. Yes. You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Cool. Okay. Uh, You can follow me at BradleyLS87. The video I want to promote is the last episode of Season 2 of Achieve Yourself. It's the last one that just is going up on Patreon right now. Yes. So it'll be public next week. On YouTube, yes. But you can check it out on Patreon.com if you're just a dollar. Mm -hmm. Just a dollar, baby. Uh, Something I just wanted to bring up, I just popped in my head, is please... Don't make General Hux a comedic character again. <gasps> just don't do that. It, like, it happened in 8. It was kind of weird. He wasn't like that at all in episode 7. It was super weird. Don't do that. <laughs> Bring him back to the man he once was. <laughs> you know what? Just be excellent to each other. What I'm not a humongous fan of is Final Fantasy VII. What I am a huge fan of is marketing campaigns. Sexy.